Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Accenture Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. Welcome to our webinar today, and a special welcome to our guest, Antonio. Hi, Bruce. Antonio, really looking forward to our upcoming webinar on uh, pressure mapping and its application in team sports like ice hockey and American football. And I have a number of questions uh, for you here. So looking forward to kind of jumping right in and getting your feedback on some of these things. So when we think about uh, these kind of team sports, um, like football, hockey, and rugby, um, what are some of the key athletic maneuvers and movements uh, shared between those sports and how do they contribute to player performance on the field? When it comes to sports such as rugby, American football, uh, is hockey, uh, all of these sports have in common and high intensity and intermittent nature of the of the game and in terms of uh, movements share and athletic maneuvers they all have involves uh, high levels of impact and high speed collisions as well as uh, tackling uh, changes of direction rapid movement so uh, all these um, all these elements uh contribute to uh, most of the of the player performance on the field especially uh w when they need to perform such tasks as a repeated efforts for over a long duration especially for for rugby and american football so um, in this case it's really really important to develop um, such areas uh, of athletic uh, skills and combine them with the proper uh, conditioning in order to support, from a metabolic point of view, the, the biomechanical output of such, of such uh, athletic skills. So how can we effectively measure and analyze the agility and quick directional changes required in these sports and what metrics can be used to assess player proficiency in those areas? If we think about agility, uh, we, we, we can say that agility means involves a very explosive start, acceleration, uh, a deceleration and immediate change of direction and reacceleration, while at the same time uh, maintaining balance, the neuromuscular control of the body, and trying to uh, minimize as well the, the, the loss of, of speed uh, in, in, in the movement. So uh, there are several tests that can be used to test those qualities. One of the most uh, common tests is uh, the, the 505 agility test that is able to monitor the athlete's speed and agility with a 180-degree Turn. Even plantar pressure mapping has a fundamental role uh, in this because uh, allows coaches to understand how the 
player is loading the certain areas of the food during the 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 mm -hmm. deceleration and the reacceleration again and uh, this matrix uh, can be used to assess uh, proficiency in uh, in these areas as we are looking to the ability to properly uh, dissipate forces during that deceleration the high eccentric load uh, on the interface between the, the, the ground and the and the surface of the foot so if if we then switch to um, things like strength and power what specific movements and muscle groups are critical for success in american football and rugby and what methods can be employed to quantify and enhance player strength yeah strength and power are fundamental they are both uh, strength and power based sports so uh the 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 lower body uh, as well as the upper body are uh, fundamental in terms of uh, of strength and power development uh let's say that for for strength it's mostly uh in order to uh, to quantify the maximum strength of a player in those sports, uh, for the lower body, the gold standard, let's say, is assessment of the strength in the in the back squat, and for the upper body, in the in the in the bench press. For power, vertical vertical jump test uh, is um, is is very important as muscular power is fundamental for success in. In American football, in rugby union, especially during uh, tackles, uh, lineouts, and vertical jump test is going to provide with a, uh, useful information about leg power. Okay, uh, and uh, by also using plantar pressure insoles, we can obtain a more detailed insight about how. The, the the athlete can effectively manage the the landing uh, after after jumping so uh, analyzing the vertical jump and power with plantar pressure mapping insoles uh, it will be also one of the topics that we're going to cover during the next webinar so if we talk a little bit about speed now um, what role does speed play in both sports and how can speed training programs be tailored to improve acceleration, top end speed and sprint endurance in, in these uh, athletes? Uh, yeah, uh, speed is, uh, is uh, another uh, fundamental aspect uh, of, uh, of, of performance. Uh, in, in the sport so uh, it's an essential quality uh, for high level well American football and rugby uh, rugby union and uh, uh, let's say let's keep it as example uh, the, the the rugby union even if the the average duration of sprints observed during competition is uh, approximately three seconds uh, Players in rugby uh, regularly achieve speeds also in excess of 90% of maximum velocity. So uh, we use this data to uh, suggest that in terms of 
assessing speed in rugby, a 40-meter uh, sprint test is usually used with uh, intermediate sprint distances to allow assessing both acceleration and maximum velocity in the same test. And uh, by adding as well the, the plantar pressure mapping, we can even address the technical uh, the technical efficiency of biomechanics. So we are not only looking at the timing, so the time it takes to complete the 40 meters, but we will get also some quality data about how the each stride uh, looks like in terms of foot impact. So uh, this is a new level of information for for coaches working with speed athletes. So if we make a shift a little bit now to talk about balance and coordination, those are essential attributes in both sports. How can we evaluate and develop a player's balance and coordination to enhance their ability to perform those dynamic maneuvers and stay agile under pressure? It's important when talking about balance that we always realize that balance is always related to a specific base of support, okay? So that's a very important point uh, if we want to use the, the laws of physics and biomechanics when it comes to balance as uh, recently there has been an over-application of uh, unstable surfaces, which is a, seems to be a trend now in sports performance industry, but most of the sports uh, occur on a stable surface. So balance is always uh, in relation to a specific base of support. So in sports, uh, to allow uh, proper balance, we need to be uh, sure that players develop a high level of stability surrounding the most important joints involved in the sport. So it this means that uh, optimal stability equals to proper functioning and activation of all the muscles surrounding a joint. So it's important to challenge the player uh, in different planes of motion and trying to work on integrate the movement into the global uh I like to call it macro movement of the specific sports in order to to maintain the ability to being stable during specific activity. And then, of course, the players have to be healthy and available uh, in order to play. So to prevent injuries and optimize performance, what are some of the best practices for developing flexibility and mobility uh, in these sports? And how can these attributes be systematically assessed and improved? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I like to say that uh, uh, mobility and flexibility uh, in those sports can be uh, easily assessed and monitored on a daily basis. Uh, and coaches can use the very important 
wind of, I, I like to call it wind of, of opportunity, which is the warm up in the, um, during the, uh, before daily practice uh, on, the, on the pitch where players can be uh, allowed to move freely uh, by moving uh, through different planes of motion so that coaches on the field can spot any potential uh, lack of mobility and flexibility on a specific day that can happen for several reasons. Uh, even uh, lack of a proper night of sleep uh, can lead to develop tension on a specific morning. So uh, using the warm-up uh, as a window of opportunity for coaches to look at how the players move in a specific day, allow them to monitor um, flexibility and, mo and mobility on a daily basis and uh, individualize the training session for the day in order to uh, allow the players to train in the optimal uh, way so that they can implement specific uh, movement and technique to increase mobility and flexibility or also uh, being you know, under the, the, the work of a specific therapist and physio in order to, to, to reach uh, uh, and being treated uh, and reach the, a good, a decent level of mobility for the for training okay all right well let's uh let, let's transition a little bit and, and talk a little bit about how to quantify how to measure some of these things so we're talking about plantar pressure and how can plantar pressure analysis be leveraged to gain insights into the distribution of forces in the foot during these athletic maneuvers of football rugby hockey and how can that information uh, inform training and equipment adjustments to optimize performance and reduce injury risk so plantar pressure mapping in the sports, uh, especially with the use of plantar pressure insoles, can uh, can provide coaches uh, with information that the naked eye cannot see uh, when it comes to uh, biomechanical uh, efficiency and biomechanical output. Uh, being able to distribute to um, understand how the each player is distributing forces uh, on the uh, on the surface of the foot during any of the sport specific uh, movements uh, in a given sport during landing of a jump during the first step uh, of acceleration during a change of direction during tackling is uh, something that can help uh, both the coaching staff and medical staff to uh, be to better communicate and better integrate in order to tailor uh, individualized training strategies and rehabilitation strategies and that information on plant on forces distribution can help uh, in individualizing uh, the, 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 the training uh, session of a, of a player. And also, uh, one of the most important things is that allows to, to uh, recognize and spot any uh, 
potential site for injury, uh, especially on the on, on the foot. We know that in American football there is a high incidence as well of fifth metatarsal stress fracture. So uh, being able to understand if a player is loading more the certain areas uh, of the foot that don't need this type of excessive loading is uh, very uh, is a big leap forward the the optimization of performance and uh, reduction in injury risk okay and then of course an important complement to uh, that plantar pressure analysis is is gait analysis so in what ways can gait gait analysis and plantar pressure technologies be employed to assess biomechanics of specific movements in these sports? And how can those findings from gait analysis be used to refine techniques or uh, improve efficiency and and enhance overall athletic performance? From my perspective, uh, gait is the most uh, fundamental movement pattern uh, which is common to any sport. So using gait analysis uh, with plantar pressure and with plantar pressure insoles, the, the X4 insoles, we can integrate both pressure data and, um, and spatiotemporal data from the IMU sensor integrated with the system. Uh, by using gait, analysis as a basic fundamental assessment we can have a first look at how the player and the athlete is is moving with the slow um, with the uh, low velocity and low load movements such as walking so uh, and we can understand and then we can progress in terms of velocity and understanding how the player is maintaining or losing a biomechanical efficiency when progressing from lower mm-hmm. speed. So basically from a walking gait and uh, start progressing to jogging, running and sprinting. So, so that's uh, a fundamental elements that allow to understand uh, the uh, neuromuscular controllability of a player, the uh, dynamic stability of a player, and the overall uh, athletic uh, biomechanics, sorry, efficiency of uh, of a player. So, uh, plantar pressure mapping is gonna be, uh, from my perspective, one of the most interesting areas of uh, technology implementation for organization and team sports in the in the next years fantastic antonio thank you uh for all of these insights and a little bit of a sense of of how planet pressure can be applied in uh these sports we really look forward to getting into the details of this in our upcoming webinar together thank you very much bruce thank you for tuning in to the intelligent dynamic sensing podcast to learn more go to accenture.com or email us at salesetexsensor.com with any questions you may have. We'd love to hear from you. Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts.